Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Rough game last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think... You know, even if that was a bad call in the overtime, they still were way too sloppy. Took too many penalties before that. In the third, yeah. Blue leads. Like, we're up 2 nothing and then 3-1. And Lock it down. Yeah. 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 This is... That's a game one jitters. We'll write, just chalk it up to that. That game is the reason why people like myself were nervous about the Kings. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't, I still don't think the Kings have the team to beat the Oilers, but you can't, can't shoot yourself in the foot against them. That's a tough loss last Yo, night. Lock it down. Yeah. Lock it down. Um, I did get a t- text from a friend of mine who wants to come on the uh, show today and talk about how stupid we look when <laughs> when you throw stuff on the ice. <laughs> I think that DeHarnay, and, and listen, the reason why people are mad, it, there it is right there. Yeah. So you that's, a, stick that's, on a ho- skates. that's a hockey play, though, before yeah. that. The king that he took down, the Los Angeles king he took down, could you technically have called that a penalty? Ah, yeah, possibly, but I don't know. Then you can't trip them, right? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll deal with that, I'm guessing, a couple of times. In the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Last night, I was just getting ready for dinner, and I had the TV on, and, and I don't even know what channel I had it on, but they did a news report out of Winnipeg about Vols. Do you guys remember Vols? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that you would taper. Every, every spring you see people posting, like, how do I get my lawn back in shape? Yeah. Yeah. And I had a real problem with it. We lived on the outskirts of town when we were there. In Winnipeg? And um, my backyard was, I don't even want to talk about it. Well, they just destroy it, right? So they're like little mice that run under the snow and yeah. make these paths through your yard. And, and you start kicking up when you're when the snow's melting. You start kicking up nests. And, and it's oh, just really? <laughs> I've never had them, thankfully. But you never had them? No. Okay. Yeah, I just... That sounds awful. I don't know what it is. I had a mouse problem at a house we lived in in Prince George, our first house. And... Um, and we, we like we were infested. The basement was just, yeah. I don't even want to talk about what was going on down there. But I had <laughs> traps, and uh, they were eating each other. You got to do the Irish Spring. I had the soap. Out. Did you try the Irish Spring? They yeah. ate the soap. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I had a problem in... <laughs> were those Winnipeg mice. <laughs> we had a problem in um, the, the St. Albert place with mice in the mm-hmm. back. And then they would get into the house every once in a while, like occasionally yeah. over the years. Our, we'd shed, have a, our shed behind our house, we got some mice in there. Well, what, wait till they get in the house. So the basement, they would run in the roof. <laughs> and I just, I don't know what it is. I remember one spring I was out back and I kicked out up a nest mm-hmm. and, and there was like 10 of them. So I went in and I got a shovel and I just, I stood in the backyard <laughs> feeding it. <laughs> For about a half an hour. <laughs> Why did you just light it on fire? <laughs> you know what? Honestly. <laughs> you remember that story of the guy that uh, was burning leaves in his yard and he threw a mouse in and it ran in his house and burnt it down? <laughs> that would happen to you. <laughs> fire is not out of the or- out of the question here, right? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I can't think of anything that bothers me more than mice. Yeah, I'm with you. Je- like uh, spiders, I know you have a bird thing, but like but not in the way mice and voles. Birds they aren't in my house, and me yeah, out. Yeah, I'm with you, Jimmy. Not really. You don't have anything that bothers you. Oh, that- not, no, I'm not. A, I'm not a mice guy. Um, snakes. Okay. Snakes are bad too, but I can. Yeah. I mean, you don't have snake, to worry about snakes here, though. If a snake went crawling through the, like the hallway today, I'd go grab it. Yeah, like, but if a mouse did, I would be on the table. No, I'd be. I'd have a jerry can of gas up. There. I'd be getting a snake to get that mouse. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lachlan Cross. And I'm Grant Johnson. Late last week, the locker room at Edmonton suffered a tragic loss. Jimmy is still so broken up about it that he can't even speak right now. Not really, but whatever. A local landmark, a hidden gem, damn it, succumbed to a disastrous and suspicious fire. The Times Square Triple X DVD liquidators and the first stop on the famed Edmonton Glory Hole tours hosted and created by James P. White burnt to the ground. I still have nothing to do with this. Nobody had any idea just how flammable was. With your help, Edmonton, we plan on bringing back this treasured landmark. At least three people reached out to us after the fire, wanting to help. They also wanted to know if their weekend tour was canceled. It's because of that dedication and love for this holy establishment that we created not one, but three commemorative t-shirts. Which are for sale now at the Locker Room merch page. Go to the Support Local section to see all three. Proceeds from the sale of every shirt will go directly to helping us rebuild the Times Square Triple X. DVD liquidators, and the first and original Edmonton Glory Hole tour stop. It's time to step up and show some self-love, Edmonton. Thank you in advance. You guys are idiots. Money raised will not actually be used to rebuild the Times Square Triple X DVD liquidators, but will in fact be spent by the locker room to buy beer. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I said Again, Nicolas Cage has been doing a lot of press for this Renfield. It looked good. The trailer looked pretty decent. Yeah, it's not getting great reviews. Um, but what I read is that Nicolas Cage is really good in it as okay. Dracula. Okay. But he's not in the movie a whole lot. 
Okay. It's fa- it's focused more on on Renfield, the Nicholas Holt character, and Aquafina, and and outside of Dracula, and then he comes in for some scenes. But yeah, it's interesting because he is pushing the daylights out of this. Mm-hmm. He's on everything. Well, it's a big theatrical release for him, right? Yeah, he hasn't had many of those. <laughs> That's a good point. It's been a while. Fifteen years. It's been a while. Uh, but it's got okay. Here, it's got eighty percent from audience, fifty eight from critics. So maybe it is good. Maybe it's entertaining. Who knows? A lot. Of times critics will dislike something based comedies, on comedies, yeah, yeah, horror and, movies. You, you know what? And this and is a horror comedy. This so. is a comedy, yeah. yeah. Huh, okay, maybe it is. Pre- so there's still hope for it. All right, so, um, our resident Nicolas Cage expert, because he spent a couple of years ago watching nothing but Nicolas Cage movies, saw a um, an article where he talks about his five favorite movies he's done. And Jimmy was surprised that he hadn't seen one of them because, well, for an entire year, he watched nothing but yeah. Nicolas Cage and still <laughs> once slipped through the cracks. <laughs> I could still do a, probably about another six months of Nicolas Cage movies. And what movie ones. did he um, put in his top five favorite movies to make of all time that you missed? You didn't watch? Bad Lieutenant. Okay. That's not the one with um, Harvey Keitel, is it? Um, yes, it is. Is that no? There is a bad lieutenant movie with Harvey Keitel, but because I don't remember him in. The I don't know of a Nicolas Cage bad lieutenant. It's oh, his is a 2009 bad lieutenant port of call, New New Orleans. <laughs> Not it's the got, same. Uh, Val Kilmer in it. Oh, uh, okay. And Eva Mendes. Okay. Nicolas Cage, Werner Herzog did the directing. It's got 86 percent critics, 57 percent audience. So his top five outside of uh, Bad Lieutenant were Pig, which I've seen. That was good. That, that was, was a good. great movie. Mandy, I have not seen that. I don't know anything that about that. That was a horror one. Uh, it was oh, yeah. like they were in a... Came out a few years ago. Yeah, they were trapped in a house and there were people torturing. It was gross. You had to it's watch 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mandy, okay. Bring out I, the. I had to do that dead. for Halloween and like we. Bring out the dead was another one that he enjoyed doing. That one was released in 1999. It's I, a uh, Martin Scorsese movie. Okay, and then uh, Joe, in 2013. I seem to recall something about that one. That one was really good too. It's uh, you know really good acting and surprisingly he, he's been in some decent movies right. Like we mm-hmm. kind of have oh, yeah. him. We have him in a box now, well, right? Because he was paying off debts, right? So he was taking every script he could. Everything. Anything you threw at him, he would do, right? So Yeah, but yeah. even a blind mouse, what's the saying? Not that we need even to Even a broken it. clock is right twice a day? Isn't it something about mice and cheese? <laughs> a broken wheel gets the squeaky cheese or something? <laughs> We're good. We're good at sayings on this show. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We have breaking news. This is big. Uh, we debated this last week what donuts Tim Hortons was going to be bringing back. Uh, we talked a lot about this. We had a lot of texts and a lot of opinions. And they just announced this morning um, Tim Hortons announcing the return of the walnut crunch and the cherry stick donuts. The Walnut Crunch was one, I know for sure, 
that people were saying they hoped got yeah, brought back. I, I wanted the cherry stick. That's yours? Okay. Yep. Number one was Walnut Crunch, and then there was a lot of cherry sticks. Yeah. Okay. Um, they both look like similar style donuts. Kind yeah, of like they a look loaf. loaf. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember both of these. I think they were around the same time. They might have. They actually might have got punted at the same time too. They yeah. haven't been available for over a decade. Uh, it's I been over ten years. You know, to um, get the walnut crunch when I lived in Winnipeg, so two thousand between two thousand and two thousand and six. So it's been a long time since I've had a walnut crunch in my mouth. So you know, Colin. Um, TK's husband? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he hasn't had Tim Hortons since they got rid of the Walnut Crunch. He, actually- he boycotted. <laughs> <laughs> and he tweeted this morning and said, finally. Oh, go back. <laughs> uh, it's going to be back May 31st. You got to appreciate that. That kind of with it. Because like I said, I said I was going to boycott um, KFC until they brought back the Double Down, but I haven't stuck to that at all. <laughs> Right, uh, May thirty first. It'll be back. The two donuts will be back. All right, all right. Mark your calendars, everybody. <laughs> You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. So first off, I think it's worth saying out loud that this team is not the same team that lost to the Kings a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Right? Just not. They're a much better team. I agree. Um, even from the start of this season. Yeah. Defensively and yeah, but. It's the playoffs, and you can't take a period off, and they took the third off last night. Well, yeah, they were sloppy. They took bad penalties. Um, Skinner kind of... Yeah, he's got to make that one... That one. Yeah. He's got to... I blame the penalties more than anything. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't take six penalties in, in the playoffs so, like that. So the overtime call mm-hmm. on DeHarnay, right... I got it here. Power play a lot this year, and you know the thing about that is I think it's a penalty. It's a penalty. I and like people are mad because they think it was interference, right, on him first initially. But yeah, I don't know. The puck is right there, though. That's a hockey play, though. Yeah. The puck seems to be right there. And then he follows He's, through. Follows and he, through. He's trying for the puck, to hit the puck, and he hits the skates and, yeah. and trips. Is it Lazat, I think? Lazat does step yeah. on a stick, and that that looks like the reason he went down. I think that's the other issue. But I don't think you can blame... And this is where they tie it. They, uh, they blew it a lead. A lot this year. Right. So they he, were out. They should have been kind of takes him down. More disciplined. After the first period, uh, they should have been able to lock it up. You know what? They got locked take it, take lock another it up. look at that, Grant. Take another look at that. Two in the first 20. care what time of the game it is. If, if you make that play, you could get a What about it? And this okay, watch it. Okay. Um, we talked about Edmonton's power play a lot this year. And, you know, the thing about that is the Kings were a lot more disciplined. After the first period. Uh, he kind of goes down. Ugh. What? Do you know what I mean? Like, he gets hit. DeHarnay? No, Lazat. Oh, yeah. He gets his skate to hit, and then it throws him off. Yeah, it, it's a penalty. I think if if it went the yeah. other way... It's a penalty. If it went the other way, we would be upset. Like, if it was an oiler that got tripped yeah. like that and there was no call, we would be upset. Regardless, it, we shouldn't throw this stuff on the ice either. No, no, no. I had a, like I said earlier, I had yeah, you know, some friends of mine were like, they want to. You want to read the text? No, I can't. <laughs> I thought it was the very interesting. The problem is, okay, so it's OT, yeah. right? Then they got to stop the play. 
They got to sweep everything up off the ice. You lose momentum. It just it hurts the team, I think. Yeah. Because now people get cold. If you're going to get a penalty, I'd, I'd rather have people, I'd rather have the team back on the ice right away and then just kill it and then move on, right? You're not helping if you delay the game by five minutes mm-hmm. so that crews can come up and clean up all the crap that got thrown on the ice. It's a tough call. It is. It's a tough call to make in OT, yeah. but he did go down. That's that's kind of my thought on it. It's <clears throat> Do you let that one go? Shake it but off. Then, if you let that one go, the Kings are going to be livid. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If it's on the the shoes on the other foot. Yeah. We would be livid if, if that was an oiler and got tripped. If Connor McDavid got tripped like that. And there was no call. There was no call. We would be losing our minds this morning. That's a good way of looking at yeah. it, Grant. Thank you. Thank you for the clarity. <laughs> if the shoe was on the other skate. <laughs> no, the skate was on the, the other The shoe's foot. on the other donkey. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. The CBC thing. Mm-hmm. This is this is something you may not know about, and 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 if it's not on your radar, good for you. Yeah. I actually I have respect for that because the Twitter thing it, it's just a swamp right now. It's, it really it's is really getting uh, worse and worse. And I yeah, I remember, like when Elon bought Twitter, I was like, whatever, who cares. But now I'm kind of like, this is kind of <laughs> turning into like a frat club. <laughs> it's weird. It's this turning is, into like... so weird. It's like a... Yeah, it's like... This is so bizarre. It really is. Okay, so I guess... Does anybody care about my opinion about CBC? Oh, I'm sure that someone a, will. Is that a good starting point, though? I'm just wondering. Can it's we good. get into this without me well, talking about what my... happened. Um, so... Elon has been, he did this to NPR in the States, National Public Radio. And then PP. He, he labeled them as government funded yeah. media on their Twitter accounts. And then Pierre Polyev, he kind of got his sniffer on it and he was like, I know what I can do. Yeah. I'm going to get Elon Musk to um, change the classification of CBC to what he did to NPR. And yeah. he's also been doing this, um, Musk has been doing this to other media outlets mm-hmm. around the world, like um, the Russian and Chinese state-controlled media. He has them labeled on Twitter as state-controlled media. He did it to the BBC, too. Yeah, And then BBC um, countered and said, we're not actually uh, 100% government-funded, blah, blah, blah. Can you change it to a um, another classification, which is publicly-funded media? So... PP sent a letter to Elon and Twitter in San Francisco saying mm-hmm. the CBC needs to be classified, reclassified as a government-funded media outlet. And so he got his way. Yeah, we don't need... No one cares about my opinion about CBC. <laughs> I Listen, I think we need CBC, and I... But I think that they need to get out of the 70s and into the new world because they don't operate properly. They're mm-hmm. it, it, they're a wasteful company. They do not do business like everybody well, else. Well, cuz they don't they're not worried about 
bottom line get, how much because they get money. Yeah. They get funded. Say they, they're, so they're not responsible. They, yeah. they don't run their business properly. And, I, and that's what drives me crazy about CBC. So I don't mind the conversation and scaring them about defunding them because maybe they'll pull their heads out of their asses and actually start spending money properly like everybody else has to in the world that we live in now, <laughs> right? The world of consolidation. Yeah. Anyway, so... He changes CBC's classification on Twitter, and who cares, really, to government-funded media? We all know that they're a government-funded media outlet, okay? Right? But PP's making a big deal out of it. Yeah. So they do it. So then CBC writes a letter and says, we're going to pause our operations on Twitter because we don't like this. This isn't actually true. Yeah. We're not controlled by the government. We might get money, but we're not controlled by the government. So they're annoyed. And and by the way, we only get 70%. We get less than 70%. Less than 70% of our f- actual fund, which is still ridiculous amount of money yeah. um, from the government. And so Elon Musk goes on Twitter and changes it to 70% government-funded media. And then shortly after that, as a joke... He changes it to 69% government-funded media. <laughs> He's such a child. <laughs> he, like, he loves the 420 and the 69 jokes. It's hilarious. <laughs> He's like 60 years old. <laughs> He's got 14 kids. And he's making 69 jokes. Richest, second richest man in the world. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. And you can't even make this. You can't even make it up. The second richest man in the world who is trying to get us to Mars. Who's not. Makes a 69 joke. He makes 69 jokes. With the CPC. (laughs) (laughs) No. I don't care. I don't care what side of this fence you're on with this. If you're pro PP or anti this, or I don't care. If you don't see how bizarre that is. But if if you had bad of the world, if you it's had like that, the locker room is running the world. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like if we had that, if we had that much money, we would do that it's in a heartbeat. Like, I don't even know imagine, what to say about this. Imagine building like the world's smartest electric cars, rocket ships to go to Mars, and then in your spare time, you're making 69 jokes about news organizations. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know how I would respond. How does CBC respond to this? That's true. Is it, they, they is re- it off now? Did he take no, it down? I, I see it on there now. It it's, wasn't showed up for me before. When the CBC... I don't uh, know if this is true. When the CBC complained, Twitter responded with a poop emoji. Is that true? <laughs> That would be even better. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> Did he? I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> the guy's a moron. <laughs> but uh, you got to give him some credit. I'm sorry. You have to give him a bit of credit for trolling like this. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Late last week, Edmonton suffered a major, major loss to the city. It was a loss for the tourism industry, 
and a loss to the culture of the city as a historical landmark, the Times Square Triple X DVD liquidator went up into flames. Similar to the burning of the Library of Alexandria, Edmonton lost our greatest archive of 80s porn. Jimmy's Spank Library, gone forever. Sure, they may rebuild, but the collection of DVDs and tapes will never be the same. How will they ever be able to replace the original copies of Clockwork Orgy, (laughs) Buttman's European Vacation, or the 1980 hit Sperms of Endearment? (laughs) It's a real pain in the ass to replace those. You know, it wasn't that long ago that the world stopped to watch while the Notre Dame Cathedral went up into flames. But guess what? They have rebuilt that famous cathedral of the Lord. And just like them, we too will rebuild the Edmonton Cathedral of Peep Shows and Erotica. They have pegged the cost of rebuilding it. $650,000. And with your help, we can make it happen. That's why the locker room has created three limited edition support local t-shirts. Now, none of the money from the shirts will go towards rebuilding the Times Square Triple X DVD liquidator, but it's important to buy these shirts to show them moral support. Text us now for that link to shop. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Yes, the tours are still on. With the loss of Times Square, though, they will now be starting at the St. Anne Park behind the Dennis Sadness. (laughs) Buy one tour, get one tour today at Edmonton or Tabor Glory Hole Tours. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Whenever we do a scam alert on the show, there's generally sort of an element of, like Grant and I will go, how do people get caught on this one? And then Jimmy will go, I signed up for that. Oh, I was on the phone with him a few (laughs) minutes ago. I was actually just down at 7. I haven't done that in a few years. This one, though... Jimmy's gone the other way now where he just doesn't trust anything. Yeah, yeah. This one, though, Grant, I can see this one actually working really well. (laughs) These scammers are always on top of it. Yeah. Right? They follow the news closely. Um, so they announced the grocery rebates and everything else. Yeah. Um, so now the CRA is saying there's a grocery rebate scam where they text you. Or they email you and tell you to fill out these forms to claim your your uh, your money. Your money. So they say, uh, and they're catching a lot of people. Typically, what they're saying is to receive your payment, click here and complete this form. Do not do that because yeah, a lot of people are getting scammed by this. Okay. Yeah. I just thought we'd mention it because I just saw it yesterday, and um, yeah, it's it, it seems like one that is really working. If. If this grocery rebate goes through, which it probably will, you're not going to have to fill out forms for it. No. They said it's going to be automatic through the GST rebate system. Yeah. So don't click on any forms to fill out, Jimmy. Are you getting... Did you get a a check here recently? No. She, no? GST. Just, see, oh, just should, the GST. Uh, yeah, GST. How much do you get? I think 112. Well, that's not too bad. Because they also sent out the carbon tax last I week. I haven't got it. The carbon tax that's one weird. D- didn't come in? Do you not no. get it anymore? I don't know. I was expecting it because I did last time, but it's just I didn't get it. Yeah, you should have got it because it, it was did you last. Get- no, I don't get carbon tax. I had to repay carbon tax. <laughs> yeah, I don't get those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
Because it was last week. Jimmy's logging on to his. It was last week that they direct deposited it. Yeah, Yeah. no, I didn't. I I don't know who gets that one. Uh, How do you even? But it's it's weird. I did last time though. Is that a money? Like, is that a how much you made thing? Yeah, I think it has to do with that. The carbon tax. But I think everyone gets it. But what happened with with me? I had to repay because then we got married, and and then I don't get it anymore. My wife gets it. Because she so was born re- first in the year, or some stupid makes thing. less money. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so then I had to repay my hundred and thirty-four dollars. <laughs> oh my God! Don't even get me going. <laughs> Don't even get me going. Let's. We're gonna give you money, but then we're gonna take it back. But then you paid too much, and then and then we're gonna hire a whole bunch of people, like hundreds of people, yeah. to try to manage this. Oh, right? and by the way, everyone gets served, but now we're gonna take it all back from everyone. <laughs> That's the other thing they're you're doing. You're trying to. You're, That's the other thing they're doing right now. You're trying to. Everyone just sign up for serve. We'll figure Don't it worry out about later. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you all owe thousands of dollars back now. <laughs> Maybe we do need to be liberated. <laughs> Come on, Tucker. In the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. I don't know if this is our fault or not, but I think people are a little on edge today. A little... <laughs> Well, it feels like a Monday with the texts that we're getting. Like, there's a lot of uh, angst. Wes said that segment frustrated me more than the Oilers lost last night. It's amazing that most households, if if most most households took the same approach to spending as the government does, we would be homeless oh. and have major debt. Um, yeah, Kane had to. That's pay back. my problem. Like we we touched on it with the CBC. All of these companies for years now, these media outlets, and and I know there's examples where um, companies. Companies have gotten government assistance that aren't CBC, right? Um, but they don't live in the real world. They they just don't. Like there's tons of people, there's hundreds of people across the country who have lost their jobs in this business, in media, in radio, in television, in print, because of consolidation, because major companies are buying them up and they're being more beholden to the shareholders. And the CBC is living in the 70s. And 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 we're all supposed to be just okay with that right and then if you say i'm anti-cbc then you get put in some camp and i'm proud of canada mm-hmm. i think we need somebody to represent us you know on the airwaves cbc that's what they do they're in smaller communities and and they get information to groups of people that don't necessarily get it but they spend like assholes <laughs> they're idiots with their money and and I just think it's at some point somebody should make them accountable. And the government as a whole, that's the worst part about this government is that if you have a comment one way or the other about how they spend or what they do with their money, then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're a fascist. Like, <laughs> it's is crazy. This is stupid, the world we live in right now. Uh, this is that went a long ways around. <laughs> I don't know how we got there. Uh, Lane took two months of Serb and they made him pay it back. I'm glad I didn't need it longer. Uh, Chris said, "Yeah, they get it all back." I was laid off at the start of COVID. Legit claim two years ago received the money and they stroked me for a thousand dollars on my return this year, citing a Serb overpayment. Um, yeah, Kane had to pay back six hundred dollars. Um, I Cameron knew it. said, didn't we say it? 
didn't we say it on the air? Grant, and I hate being that guy, but I remember when it came out and I was like, okay, well, they're helping people out, but be careful with this mm-hmm. because they're going to screw you. They're going to find a way. I, I think we said that from the... Uh, right out of the yeah. gates, and I, people were getting mad at me for saying that, but now what are they doing? I, every time we talk about Serb, we get 30 texts from people that are dealing with fighting with the government about it right yeah. now, and some people legitimately needed that money to get through, right? Um, a lot of people did. Uh, yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Here's Johnny. Did you see the pictures of uh, Jack? I saw that over the weekend, yeah. I felt bad for him, though. I did, too. Because people were like, he's disheveled, he looks horrible, but he clearly... Ah, it's just morning. He clearly is 86 years old. He clearly just woke up. Yeah. And he's in his pajamas. He stepped out onto the balcony to see what was to going on. To get some on. fresh air. And there's paparazzi waiting there for him. Yeah, leave him alone. Yeah. And then they're like, look how bad he looks. I'm, Jack has never really looked put together. No, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Even in his movies. Yes. Yeah. I I didn't think he looked that bad. Yeah, there, his hair 86. was messy and he's wearing a pajama shirt. and He's got a little bit of weight on him. Yeah. But yeah. He's 86. He didn't look that bad. I yeah, they were trying to get ahead. They were trying to get clicks. I think is that what it was? I think so because I saw like disheveled and unrecognizable. And I looked at it. I was like, "Oh, I recognize." That him. looks exactly like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> His hair is just messy. And yeah, he's wearing a it bad is, shirt. It is a little odd, though. I will say this: it is. Based on his sort of past, because he was very social. He was always at the games. Mm-hmm. Um, he was always at the Playboy Mansion. Um, he he was he was always he was a staple at all of the award shows, the Oscars, the Golden Globes. Yeah. So uh, that his lack of appearance, I think it's been twenty one months or something like that. Like no one's seen him in a year plus. Eighteen. Eighteen months. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, there was, that up. there was all those rumors that he has dementia and everything else, and that's why he kind of disappeared, but I, I don't know. Nothing's ever been confirmed. No. Uh, his his daughter and his son are looking after him, mm-hmm. right? So, which happens, right? Yeah. Somebody gets a little bit old. Maybe they start leaving the stove on a little bit, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, start saying you know, things. You got Jimmy living in your basement. <laughs> like looking into the future. It's come up. <laughs> We've had the conversation. There's no other retirement plan for Jimmy <laughs> other than living in your basement. <laughs> My wife literally about a week ago. When we were talking about other family members, mm-hmm. and I said, well, there's a, there's a higher probability that Jimmy will be moving in and we'll be taking care of him. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I won't tell you what she said <laughs> over my dead body. No. No, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This is a list of the best companies to work for in Canada. Most of them tech companies. Yeah, they're all tech companies. <laughs> um, there was uh, the big one, like a thousand plus employees. Um, 
Number one was Cisco. Cisco, okay. So that information technology. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's that's tech, but that's um that's like a communications company too, right? Admiral Insurance. Um In Halifax. Salesforce in Toronto. Intuit Canada. Information technology in Toronto. And do you know how to pronounce the fifth one? Uh nope. N V I D I A. Is that's that not that sex cult? No. <laughs> Isn't that the company that Ryan Reynolds just bought? World leader in artificial intelligence computing. Okay. Huh. No cell phone so they companies, were... media companies on the lines? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'm looking at, I don't know if Ryan Reynolds bought that company, but they used that company for Deadpool. Um, some of the stuff, I guess. I think he did. bought it. Um, this is Deadpool's opening action scene was powered by the NVIDIA hardware. I could be wrong, but I, he just recently purchased a tech company. Uh, he's investing in a Canadian company called NUVIE. Nuvia. So it's a different one. <laughs> different, but very similar. Very similar, but different. Um, that's because he just sold Mint as well for like a billion dollars. Um, he's going to have enough money on his own to buy the Sens soon. Keeps making it, right? Yeah. That would be awesome. if he. I would, the Senators would actually become relevant. Right? Because yeah. right now, I don't think anyone outside of Ottawa cares about the Senators. What happened with his soccer team? Have you been following that at all? Wexham? They finished first, I believe. So they go up. Um, so I think they're going to get promoted to the next level. Because mm-hmm. I think they're in like level five right now. Yeah. So and they- they'll go up to level four. But there's also the the conversation about the uh, the dock. Did they do a second year on on the dock? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think that's coming. I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was a good documentary. Actually, <laughs> did you see his birthday? Ryan Reynolds' birthday greeting for McElhaney. That was amazing. Rob McElhaney. Mac- McElhaney. I think that's how you say it now. Yeah. yeah, that was the best birthday. My birthday's in three days, and I'm expecting something similar. You guys. A song and dance number. Well, the nice thing about <laughs> the time we spent together is you're used to disappointment. <laughs> and the best you're going to get is a lap dance. Yeah. I'm going to pass. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Russell, what's your last name? Bird. Okay, it is. Yeah. There you go. He was like, I, I think I know that guy. Yeah, we've met oh, yeah. before. And yeah, Grant and I have hung out a few times. Okay. Yeah. Right. We last got, time, uh, I think we had a meal. So it was a... Uh, not a Korean place. I can't it remember. was a Korean was place. Was it a Korean yeah. place? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's South Edmonton there. <laughs> All right. It was a good spot. There you go. Yeah. Is Jimmy's grandmother cooking? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the Kansas City Barbecue Society judging course and table captain course is why you're here. We're talking about that. We want people to sign up for it. It is happening on May 6th. That's right. What does this get me, Russell? So if you take the class, I think you actually are taking the class, uh, you get to judge barbecue contests around the world. The Kansas City Barbecue Society hosts cook-offs globally. So I'm a Kansas City Barbecue Society certified judge, and I've had the opportunity to fly down to Texas and judge the Texas State Barbecue Championships. That's awesome. You get some really cool life opportunities as a certified barbecue judge. Who doesn't want this? And it's a, it's a one day thing, right? Like not even. That's right. Yeah, it's a it's a half day certification class to take to become a certified judge, and then if you stay for the second half of the day, you can become a certified table captain, where you help other judges with the judging process. But even if you don't fly around the world and judge competitions, just 
the knowledge of like eating barbecue and being able to like, yeah. oh, I actually know what to look for and yeah, and what to taste. I might, I might be excluded, Russell, because uh, my barbecue was one hundred and thirty nine dollars <laughs> at Canadian Tire, and I actually have to hold it together with zip ties. So it was the floor model. So I might not be the like your target audience. You might not be our target audience, but we also have a barbecue cl- contest here in Edmonton that you can sign up to go judge as well. So there's a lot of opportunities to uh, get out there and flex I'm more your of judging an open muscles. Flame barbecue, <laughs> raging fire barbecue. Yeah, turns fire. it up high. Yeah, yeah. Very I nice. Flip it a lot, and I stand there and I drink. Perfect. Um, so this is this is very cool. Now um, this also ties into in a round about way Porkapalooza, which is now what, Russell? So we changed the name of Porkapalooza to the Embers and Ice Pitmaster Championships. Can you explain why you changed the name? Yeah. Because it's very funny. So we we used to be a very popular festival in the city. Yes. And uh, people complain a lot that we're no longer a festival. We're now a barbecue contest. <laughs> and so we decided to change the name. So people as were a, going as a to Porkapalooza to... and they wanted rides. <laughs> right. Why isn't there rides? Where's the carnies? Right. There's just a pig. <laughs> Yeah, so okay. since the pandemic, we've reinvented ourselves as okay. a uh, as a pitmaster championships focus. Yeah, and then we also are doing a pig roast this year, where we're going to be inviting some members of the public down to uh, enjoy a pig roast cooked cooked by Pitt County Barbecue. That's awesome. Okay, so first off, let's make sure the course is on May six. Now, I have a link here that I can get Jimmy to send anybody if they're interested. So just text us or email me or get a hold of us somehow, um, and we'll we'll send you the link and you can sign up for this thing. Um, but 780-989-0957. Now, the new version of Parkapalooza, which is uh, coming up at the end of May, which is the Embers and Ice Pitmaster Challenge, is May 26th and 27th. Do I need tickets for that? Russell? Yeah, so if you want to come out, we are at a private campground outside of Strathcona County. Yeah. And uh, you would need to buy tickets for the pig roast. Uh, we haven't launched those tickets yet, so keep an eye on our Facebook page. Okay, keep page. us posted on that, because as soon yeah. as we have that, uh, we'll make sure we let people know. Because that, that, people are going to want to go to that. They're going to want to take the course, but they're also going to want to go to this event. Are you, you guys are doing live music and stuff like that as well for this? We are indeed, yeah. We have a band coming out and uh, the pig roast together. So it'll be running from around like 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, on the Saturday of the contest. And okay. you'll get the opportunity to walk around and check out the contest at the same time very cool very cool a lot of people are is it just me are more and more people getting into barbecue barbecue is exploding right now mm-hmm. um, specifically this time of year but in general a lot of people love cooking outside southern yeah. barbecue is taking over the north it is it definitely is i'm seeing way more of it it's kind of grant it's kind of like where chicken was like four or five years ago even bigger i think yeah yeah okay we always talk about the chicken sandwiches from a few years ago where they uh, yes, exploded the onto the scene and, yeah, and yeah. all these places were having fights and yeah now it seems like barbecue is really taking over but, but it's it's not so much even the restaurants it's like home barbecuers yes every, like, every second person you know is really into barbecue and that's, that's why, why i a think a course this, like this is so big that's why i think the course is going to be really popular yeah okay yeah. and Again, like I said, we got a link. We can send it to you. Jake, did we cover everything off? Jake Buckley? Nailed it. it. Russell, thanks for coming out. Yeah, absolutely. Good good luck. And keep us posted when you guys are ready to start selling the tickets for for the Embers Pitmaster Challenge, okay? Yeah, absolutely. All right, brother. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.